Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what sucks? What? Uh, the workout programs that exist out there, they're these short-term uh, program systems. It's like, here's your week workout. Repeat it every week. This is what you do. Solely the, based off of intensity and quick have results. Have fun and look at all our nice pictures. Yeah, at the, at the most, the thing is programmed out for 30 days. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it takes much longer than that to build an amazing body and physique. We have the RGB bundle, which is nine months of exercise programming. Each phase is different from the next. None of them will be repeated. Great Gatsby, that's a lot. You're not repeating any of them. Each phase is, is, a, is a workout plan in and of, and of itself. So you're actually following MAPS Anabolic, which is like three different workouts, MAPS Performance, which is like four different workouts, and MAPS Aesthetic, which is like another three different type of workouts. All phased differently, all planned out, following in order, nine months of expert exercise programming. You can find the RGB bundle. Uh, at mindpumpmedia.com. That's combining all those maps programs. Huge discount. That's mindpumpmedia.com. On the internet. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. What the hell is that? It's a fucking... Look at that. Look carefully at that. It's a carefully engineered and constructed glob of shit. Formed into a bar and made to taste like something else. Better than smelling fish and spinach. It's broccoli. actually not. It's actually mm. not better than that. Mm -mm. Actually, eating fish and spinach and broccoli is better for you than No, that. no one said it was better. I said it smells <laughs> fucking better. Well, I, I bet you the rest of the room appreciates me eating this. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like, have to agree with that. I'd like to see you healthy, Adam. See, does, Justin just doesn't care because he knows that we have life insurance on you. Yeah. I want you to be around. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I got like a million, you know, <laughs> if I die. Do you really? Probably. From who? Uh, somebody. Okay. Yeah. Do you have life insurance on yourself? Mm hmm For your family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Have to. Good man. for you. Yeah, I don't want to be Adam, do you have I don't want to be a dick. Do you have life insurance, Adam? Mm-mm. You don't have any? Mm -mm. So if you die, it's just you leave bills? Mm -hmm. Wow. I don't have any bills. <laughs> Who's Who gets all your shit? My sister. Your sister gets all your stuff? Uh-huh. Dang. I was right now. You're not leaving me anything? I thought you said you were going to leave me something. My Remember? Sho my shoes. Mm-hmm. The get, one I, thing I don't want. <laughs> Can I get your Camaro? I, I, I already told you you get the Camaro. Yes. What the fuck? I win. He gets the Camaro? Hey, Can you I get, get your shoes? You get his shoes. You know what's kind of funny? Like, let's say Adam dies. Just pretend for a second. What happens? Hor <laughs> horrible day. What happens when the shoes are like worth three Why times? I was just going to say, like a horrible day. Everybody's horribly sad. And they're like, oh, Sal, Adam uh, wanted to, you know, he wanted to leave you his shoes. And I'm like, well, you know, yeah. even in death, he fucks with me. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then I go in his shoe room. It's and all I flowers and, and I find like a diamond encrusted like special sneaker. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I bring it to get a praise and like, oh, this is the fucking. Oh, yeah, that's five. This million. is the limited edition. You know, yeah. Michael Jordan's butt crack shoe, whatever, worth five million dollars. Michael Jordan's butt crack shoe. I, I don't know. I was trying to think How of something that would be you. worth a lot of money. <laughs> I was trying to think of that yeah. something that makes a lot of money. The tears of him, maybe. What are we doing today? Winning championships what are you about, dude? all day. Dude, can you? Can I just tell you right now? Can you just swallow before you talk? Yeah, hold on. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, he just oh, gonna, you know. Stop picking on muscle me, his way through it. Stop picking on his me. mouth. If I'm one sorry. more person makes a comment about my library word too, I'm gonna get oh, fucking pissed. No, he's. <laughs> I'm about to kill somebody. I didn't know. You know yeah, what? That's a soft Actually, spot, that was huh? really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was, was probably great. one. Of, that was one of the best names we've had yet so far. So, mm -hmm. whoever that was, kudos to you. Yes, I don't mind getting insulted once in a while, I got, especially when it's intelligently done. Yeah. Do you do you guys get as irritated as I do by the 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 hypocrisy in the fitness industry by these guys? All these guys that say that they're natural. 
but that they're not. Uh, you know, I try not to get caught up in that stuff because I, I know in a lot of the young kids, that's all they want to talk and ask about. Like, oh, is he not? Is but doesn't he, that piss you off, though? Is he natty? Is he not Just natty? fucking be honest, dude. Yeah. And, well, it's Or don't like say anything. anything. It's authenticity. Like, I, I, I hate when people aren't being themselves. Well, you know? Or don't say anything. Like, also, don't tell anybody I anything. I also believe that that's a part of what we kind of represent, too. This, I think we're a new wave of fitness, and I believe that... You know, when you talk about the like you're talking about guys that have been in fitness, like, like a Mike O'Hearn's been in fitness for a really long time. You know, these guys, these Joe Donnelly, these guys have been doing fitness and working out for years and stuff like that. So a lot of them have gotten caught up in like the old way of doing things, which the old way of doing things was like get yeah. roided out of Lying your mind, get as buff as you possibly can and then sell supplements and tell yeah. people it was your powder that got Buy you to look like that. It takes and and you can make a lot of fucking money doing that. So I don't want to. It's always, you know, I don't want to bash individuals or throw certain people under the bus for being like that. But I think in general that not at all that <laughs> we don't want we don't want to do that. No, we don't yeah. want to do that. I don't, off, I'm not gonna, off the table. I'm not going to point out specific yeah. names or anything like that. But, no. you know, what it what it is, is that's how you made money in the industry. And I feel like we're trying to change that. We're trying to make it uh, to where there's other avenues and there's other things for people to focus on. And there's other ways to go about uh, having a successful business and fitness, but still, I, there's still the kid in me that still gets like I remember. I'll never forget when I first discovered that Arnold took steroids. Oh. Like it was <laughs> devastating. Some you. people think he, you know, there's some people that still think he hasn't. It's no. The guy even admit he yes. even talks about it. I know he does. What? Of course, of course. Yeah, there silly. is some people now like okay, oh, they'll I, post I, a picture of Arnold. Be like, this was back when Arnold. back when bodybuilding was natural. Exactly. That people will compare like now, like oh, it's just got out of control. Like you know what happened to like Arnold days when guys would get up on stage and they were natural. I'm like, those guys weren't natural, you idiot. <laughs> like no. bodybuilders haven't been natural since not even a lower dose. Yeah, since the 1940s. Yeah. Yeah, since steroids were introduced. Dude. Yeah. I. I I know. I remember. It, I was devastated when I found out. I was a kid, and he was my hero. And then I found out that he took steroids, and I was just I was shattered because I thought I could look like him with training, yeah. and it was horrible. It was devastating. That was the whole Hulk Hogan thing yeah. with like telling telling everybody it was vitamins. Eat oh, yeah. your vitamins, kids. You know, and get strong and healthy. Yeah. Damn, those are some massive vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> you inject <laughs> them in your ass. Yeah, yeah. But and so I got. But then I got over it, and I'm like, whatever, not a big deal. And then you, then I would look in the, in the bodybuilding magazines, and they would have their natural bodybuilders, where oh, this guy's all natural. I'd be like, wow, he looks fucking crazy. And then you work in the industry, and then you start to meet people, and then you know people that know these people, or that you meet their dealers, and they tell you, actually, no, that person's not natural. I know exactly what they take. Yeah. And I, you're I'm just the like, one who gives it for them. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, fuck, man. Like, oh, no. Why? And I don't. I don't care, dude. You're gonna take steroids. Oh, you're Mark McGuire's. You're Sammy Sosa's. Well, you know, that, I don't care, that, and, and I'm not perfect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We all did our thing. But I, all I'm saying is, don't lie, I dude. Know. Come on. I'll man. be honest. Don't, Mark McGuire is my hero forever, and he still is. And I don't even care, you know. But it, it was like, oh my god, he's getting huge. Yeah, all of you know, it was like he was undeniable. A dude. He got huge. He, he was, was cranking him. Fuck Barry Bonds. I was like, wow. Well, How did Barry Bonds? This is awesome. Huh. Man, right. he got big. Yeah, and Barry, not only did, it, did Barry Bond's arms grow, his head grew. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. Like, wow, what the fuck that's happened that, to his that's head? That's that killer HGH right there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly yeah. what that is. You had to sell those bobbleheads. Well, mm. You know, the, the ath I have a different opinion with, like, you know, the Mark McGuire's, the Barry Bonds. So those guys, that that's their livelihood. They were fucking, they were, I mean, they, they kind of had to double down and lie, right? They yeah. kind of had to, like. Well, they could get kicked out. It was a cream. Yeah. 
So that, that that's a little bit different. The guys that I, I mean, it's the people now like these the the young bodybuilder guys um, that are that you know post or put on their page like lifetime natural. It's like fucking liar. Yeah, don't talk about it then. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do it. And you want to try and say supplements were the thing that did it? Then by all means, yeah. I'm not here to try and just stop. Just avoid your... the question. Exactly. Yeah, stay don't... away. Stay away from it. And when people ask you directly, just say I'd rather not talk about that or whatever. Whatever. Avoid it at all costs. But right. coming out and saying that you're all natural and your lifetime natty and stuff, it's like, come on, dude, don't do that. Like that's yeah. that's worse because then you're 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 sending you're sending God the wrong message knows. to these young kids that you know don't don't realize it because I think it's to me like. Uh, you know, if somebody is if somebody asks a question like on my my Instagram and they want to talk about like steroids, like I I will avoid it. And it's not because I'll avoid, I don't mind talking about like on the show like this where we can address it and we can talk about because then I can explain myself on a radio show and, and talk de- in depth with it versus just back and forth on, you know, on social media. So like if somebody just straight out said like, you know, it was it some dumb dick? It was just like, Oh, this is steroids or, Oh, I bet you're taking trend or something like that. It's like, I'm not even going to engage in that person and talk because they're just being an idiot. But you know, if I have someone, I can get people that inbox me and have legitimate questions say, Hey, I'm thinking about competing and getting into this industry. And do I have to take steroids to become a pro? And what's it like? And then I'll, I'll give my time and answer that person honestly and tell them my opinion on all that stuff and be honest about uh, my usage and everything that I've been through and my experience. Like I have no problem communicating that whatsoever, but you know, that to come out there and one, say your lifetime natural and, and say shit like that. That's a bunch, that's a bunch of bullshit. Just stay away from it. You know, do you who, know what the t- who was that guy that that person posted the video on our forum? The guy that's just like, she's like, like documenting all the chest, sh- oh, that's, all uh, the droids he's taking. Boston Lloyd. Mm. Man, and he and he, I guess he listed his cycle and what he takes, and uh, that's fucking crazy. Grams man. and grams and grams of shit. It's just it's a no. uh, it's definitely uh, no different than uh, any other disorder, bulimia, anorexia, or any type of you know where people cut themselves or rip their hair out or have weird uh, you know disorder. It's a very um, it's it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary how how far down these guys go. Well, he kind of took. He's a. Now he's um, being honest about it, and I got to respect him. He's for a that, protege. He's a protege of um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Oh, right. you're talking about the big uh, synth yeah. Like head. One one day you may. What's his name? Rich Day. Rich, rich Piana. Piana. Yeah, yeah, Rich Piana. So he's a, he's a little uh, Rich Piana. He's like 21 or 22 years old. I can't remember. He's in his early 20s. And I know they used to they've been on YouTubes together and, and stuff and, and done a bunch of shit. And I know he's a big fan of Rich or was. I don't know who I don't stay up on fucking drama. What's going on with all those guys now? I don't know if they like each other or not still, but <laughs> they were, you know, they were buddies. real housemen. Yeah, right. I don't know that stuff. Orange County. But, uh, you know, I know that, that he's kind of modeled a lot of his his, uh, you know, social media and talking about steroids from him. And I just think he's just kind of taking it to the extreme. Like he's he's gotten so much. Uh, kudos for being honest and real and being up front like thanks for telling us what you're doing and stuff like that so cool nobody talks about it which is a lot of what Rich Piana gets like Rich Piana talks which uh, we've said before we he, someone asked about him a long time ago what we thought about Rich and I got respect for him because he, he talks yeah, being honest. yeah he's honest you know which is far better than a majority of these knuckleheads out there but I also think he's a little extreme you know guy looks fucking weird 
That's being nice. Yeah, he's fucking his skin and his eyes and his face. Like he doesn't look healthy to me. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I know he's flexible and he shows that off a lot and everything like that. Which, by the way, that's fucking genetics that he looks like that. I don't think he's taking yoga five times a week. Like that's you know just some people have that genetic flexibility, and he's kind of a he's kind of a genetic freak on top of taking a tons of fucking shit. Um, and more power to him. It's to each their own. It's your body. Do what you want with it. And he talks about it openly. So I got a lot of respect for him. But I do think he looks like a fucking freak and he doesn't look healthy. Yeah. So just don't lie about it, man. Yeah, don't yeah. tell people you're natural when you're not. Keep so it you real. Sell more shit. Keep it real. Yeah, let's keep it real. Oh, my God. Speaking of real, look at that bird. It's real. It's big. It's going to get you. Queen Claw. being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Quee-qua. Our first question is from Wilsey Poo, <laughs> who is asking how to eat healthy on a budget. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is why the f- this is why we have the fasting guide. <laughs> this is why fa- <laughs> fasting costs you the nothing. Cheapest <laughs> yeah. way to go. Fasting, fasting has like fifteen health benefits yeah. behind it, and you don't got to eat a goddamn thing. Yeah. What a bargain! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a bargain hunter. For the price of an expensive meal at Outback, you can fa- you can buy our fasting uh, guide. You know what? This is a uh, this is really unfortunate it's really i it's one of my pet peeves with uh food you know it's it's pretty shitty that you we can go i mean you could feed a family at mcdonald's for under 30 bucks you know what i'm saying like you could take your whole family to mcdonald's feed them all for 30 dollars you can't get yourself a fucking a a full healthy dinner at like a really nice restaurant that serves organic food yeah exactly and the other like point to that is is like somebody i'm not saying that he's in this this mentality but like somebody that hacks asks me that question a lot of times are like well i'm also taking this supplement and this supplement they're spending all this money on all these other supplements on the same point as they're like trying to lower costs on their food and then you know whereas i'm trying to optimize my food and get rid of something. Wow, that's a great point. I didn't even mm-hmm. take that in consideration with this kid. Not only that, but I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to call this a myth and I'll tell you why. If you really wanted to eat healthy on a budget, it's not that hard. You could go to the gro- it's going to it takes a little bit more work. Farmers markets. You could go to farmers markets. You could go to your grocery store. Go vegetables, fruits, you know, no, these things are cheap. Mm-hmm. You could buy some, you know, you can prepare your own food, prepare your own meat. Uh, it's not going to cost you that much. Now, can you eat out healthy on a budget? That's, well, no, that's a lot more difficult. Tough, yeah. yeah, if you want to go to a restaurant that serves you food that's prepared, that's also healthy, organic, and all that stuff, it's going to cost you more. Um, you know, you can think you know your corn and wheat and you know dairy subsidies that make McDonald's so damn cheap. Um, but if but a grocery store can be just as cheap. You can, like I said, you can go buy some broccoli. You could buy some. You know, some fish. You could buy tuna fish if you want. That's cheap as hell. Chicken's inexpensive. You could cook it up, and and there you go. You've got yourself a, a healthy meal. So it really just takes a little bit of priority. It's not expensive to eat healthy. Eating out exp- healthy is a different story. That's a good point. That's a good point because I, I that's how I was thinking. I'm thinking like if I go go to Whole Foods or go to a place like that where I go pick up a lunch or a dinner, like you know, you're you're spending a good. 
yeah. 20, 30 bucks just for your your own personal meal for something that good, a good size. You healthy. are. And, and here's the other thing you want to consider too when it comes to your food. Uh, of all the things that you invest your money on. That's how, this is how I feel. Um, you know, if you prioritize those things into where you should put your money to get the best quality to get, uh, to you know, be able to choose what you what you do where you spend this money, food is at is near the top. It should be near the top. Again, if you're not eating out, uh, if you're eating out all the time, you're going to spend a lot of money. But if you're not eating out and you still spend a little bit more because you want to make sure that the food is sourced well, it's organic, uh, it's you know, fits your nutrition profile. Um, it's okay to spend a little bit more on on food. It's going to save you money in the long run. It's going to save you money in the short run. Shit, you're going to be sick less. Your doctor bills will be less. Mm-hmm. I mean, diabetes is becoming an epidemic, and it's an expensive epidemic. You look at the amount of money people spend on their health insurance and going to the doctor. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's expensive being overweight. It's expensive being unhealthy. Um, it's it, it feels horrible. You're less productive at work, so it's expensive on the back end too. You earn less money because you're unhealthy, because you have less stamina, because you don't you can't sleep as well, because you can't move as well. You know, the, so eating healthy uh, saves you money. You know, to piggyback off of both what both of you said, I think there are great points. Justin Justin is right that you know a lot of people that ask this question are taking protein bars and shakes and artificial shit and supplements, like wasting money on that type of stuff. And then the other thing is uh, over-consuming protein because protein is the most expensive piece of everything eating healthy. Yeah, the most expensive piece is is the the protein. And are you still consuming you know one to one point five to two grams of protein per pound of body weight? And if so, there's your first way of of cutting back or saving money is lay off all the protein. And it's most certainly if you're still buying bars and shakes and wasting your money on processed fake shit that probably don't even have half the protein in it, you're definitely burning money. So th- those two ways alone uh, could save you money. Then like Sal said, you know, go into like a, a, a good place to, you know, go into your grocery store and, and buy your meals. I mean, it does. It takes a little time, takes a little work and discipline. But if health is your priority and that's important to you and you are on a budget, uh, it most certainly can be done, you know. It can. I mean, okay, let's look at carb sources. Okay, you want you want to eat carbohydrates, yams, potatoes, rice, cheap as fuck, inexpensive. Yeah, vegetables. You can get vegetables inexpensive. You can get fruit inexpensive. Protein sources. Chicken is inexpensive. Tuna fish is inexpensive. Uh, there's sales on beef all the time at the grocery stores that you can find. Well, I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go as far to say as those things are inexpensive. Dude. When I say expensive, chicken I'm, and steak and and organic meat is not cheap. You, dude. if you keep your eyes peeled, there's sales all the time. I, I go to Safeway all the time, and it'll be way like less orange. Yeah, that's I mean how, that's how peeled I am. I'm peeled, <laughs> I'm peeled too, bro. I don't see, I'm peeled. I'm fucking yeah. peeled. I don't see no sales like on fucking banana. meat, dude. Yeah. Meat is you he, would you would be surprised. Well, Costco, go to Costco. Costco, you can get uh, you know organic chicken and beef. Well, a listen, lot less. Listen, listen here, baller. It's uh, it's still <laughs> it's still expensive for a college student who's going to. It's not every time I go to Costco because that's where I shop. You know, Costco, Whole Foods, and Safeway are my three places. Uh, it's a it's a three hundred dollar bill. That's not cheap, dude. It's uh, it's not. And most everything I'm getting is everything you literally just listed. I'm all I'm getting is fruits. All I'm getting is maybe some rice, some some sweet potatoes, yams, things like that. Lots of vegetables and basically meat. But I am getting organic meat. And organic meat already is more expensive than frozen fucking Foster Farms or whatever. Like yeah, that. So. but if you if you looked at the the list of priorities in terms of what you should uh, look for in your food to be healthy. Uh, I hate to say it, organic 
uh, falls under are you are you eating the right amount of calories do your macros you know balanced are you eating whole natural foods and then organic kind of comes towards the bottom okay. so if you're trying to save money but you're eating whole natural foods uh, you're going to do okay without going organic organic is another level uh, that I would say you should Let's go talk to. about Just, that for a second because I wanted to make a point with someone with that too. This is that's a really good point. So I think there's priorities of what I get organic versus not too. Yeah, for sure. So things that um, are more susceptible to like uh, pesticides that you would like, like for like a strawberry. strawberry yeah. yeah, you Big eat. One. Yeah, right. Strawberries or fruits that you eat the skin and you bite the whole thing that aren't. There's no protective cover of it. That's true. The, you know that would be. I'm more. I'm more apt to get my organic there. And if I was going to skip on something else, well, like you know, avocados, you don't need to get organic. Exactly. They have right. a very th- Thick skin that, that you prevents don't eat, the pesticides or whatever that you don't that you don't get exactly. Yeah. So these, these so there there are foods that that's something to think about. Think about you know when you consume this food, do you bite right through it or is it something you got to peel or something that you have to crack open? If you have to crack it open or you have to peel it, um, I'm that might be something I save a few bucks on and not go organic because I was trying to save it. Now, mind you, I'm always trying to go organic, but if I'm fighting with anybody, it's Katrina. She's always trying to save a dollar, and there's nothing that pisses me off more than when I get home and I see that we saved $75 on our groceries, but it's because we got everything that wasn't organic. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd rather, to me, like you mentioned before, it's about, you know, it's what we fuel our body with, so I'm willing to spend the extra money for that. But those are some strategies for you on, you know, if you had to make a decision like, okay, I can't afford everything organic because that can get really expensive, or I can't afford to go to whole paycheck and, and grocery shop there. So I got to go somewhere else. I wonder, I wonder if you could start a, a GoFundMe meat campaign. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Try it out. I'll tell you what. Stop eating out. Prepare all your foods. Even though they're healthy, organic, you'll save money. You're right. You will. You're right. TaylorMade78. Does vascularity mean anything other than just being lean? Yeah, I can tell Adam picked these questions today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so vascular. Well, uh, yes, it does. It does mean uh, more than that. You're, you, uh, they will surface when the body is trying to cool, right? So I want or and it'll, it'll then they'll submerge when they're trying to stay warm. So when we're really hot, uh, which is why you notice, like when we're in the gym working out hard and sweating, or you're in a sauna, or it's like 100 degrees outside. Uh, you're really vascular. Uh, that's your your body trying to cool the blood off by your veins surfacing and coming to the surface. So uh, vascularity could mean that. It could deal with genetics, could be lean, and it could be that. Can you think of any other one? Um, I mean, hydration. Uh, you know, I'll notice if I, if because I don't eat carbohydrates a lot, when I do eat them, I'll notice vascularity start to come out. Um, you know, that has to do with, you know, being hydrated, sucking in more water. Um, does it mean anything? Um Gosh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, there's not much you can tell. I mean, there's definitely vascularity that has to come from things like va- you know uh, varicose veins and mm. those types of things that don't don't necessarily mean much other than being a, kind of an eyesore. Yeah. And so people will get treatments what about for that. My spider veins. Yeah, I mean, can you you can get more of those theoretically because you're you know not moving and standing like people who would who used to work at uh, stand desks uh, all the time or work at you know like as, at registers. Well, I have a they're more likely about to get those with you know how people wear compression yeah. socks and all that to try and prevent. Does that really help? I, I think it will reduce the amount of pressure that goes to those veins, and mm. so it keeps them from getting that way. I don't know. How would that's com- a good question? How would compression keep? They'll put they people who have par- who have varicose veins or painful varicose veins. They'll be told to put 
to wear compression socks or preventatively if like it's in your family you know some people wear those at yeah. work yeah i i don't know you know who would be a good person to ask would be uh the doctor that we had on the show he's mm. a he was a vascular surgeon mm. so he'd be good to ask uh, some of these questions but vascularity for the most part as you get leaner it comes out more um and which uh, i would say is the, the main part right like somebody who's like who wants more vascularity? I would. It's chap- usually guys too. I, would, I, I never, for the most part, I never had a woman be like, "Oh, I, uh, I want to be more veiny." Some girls do, especially nurses. <laughs> nurses dig veins. Ooh, I love veins. Yeah, nurse, yeah, nurses dig. That veins. they want to get veinier. Yeah, they want veiny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, it creeps me out. Uh, I like them. I'm a fan. Uh, but the, it, it a lot. I would say the two big ones, wouldn't you say, is genetic and lean, right? Yeah. I mean, you genetically are more vascular than the average. I am somebody who is has always been pretty vascular, even when I'm at a high body fat percentage. I still can see a lot of my veins, and then when I get lean, it gets really crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you get any of them across your like your torso? Of my abdominals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I get really, I get two, uh, and I. That's funny too. You say that because. There's uh, when I know I'm getting really lean, I can see the first one, and then I have a second one that starts to show itself on my lower abdominals when I get when I start to get down to about five percent body fat. Yeah, so. that same here. I'll see some of my abs, and then I have some come across my shoulders. Yeah, I'll they, just see one, you know, my main vein. <laughs> oh God, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> boom. Let's go to the next question. Fuck, Our Tyler Farrar. When are you guys going to write a book? Uh, that's a great question. We should all guess. The book that each of us would write. You know what I'm saying? If we what? were to write a book? Yeah, like, like what would be the book? Okay, like, I'll start. Are right we now. being okay. funny or are we being serious? Like, I'll, be st- I'll start. Like, Adam. It could be both. <laughs> yeah, it it could be both. Well, I already know. Adam would write a, a vocabulary like- book. <laughs> <laughs> his, with his own words. A- Adam's lexicon. Atomisms. <laughs> you know, Atomisms. Yeah. Library. I would, I would start my. What inspiring. Is, uh, I would start my own Ebonics. <laughs> yeah. Right. Adam Bonics. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, fuck you. How about I've that? wanted to write a book for a while, um, but I don't know quite what I'd want to write. I, he I would want... probably write a book on fashion. That's what I think he would <laughs> yeah, write a book on. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> probably, yeah. probably that. Hey, but, man, uh, I got my chucks and my black socks on. <laughs> I would probably write one all about like my stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be Fiction. awful. Uh, Sci-fi. <laughs> Actually, this is this is something that uh, Doug has been harping on us for over a year now that we need to do. In fact, it's kind of in the formula uh, for us to get rich, and we're just lazy about getting rich. Um, we, <laughs> yeah. we enjoyed talking really and giving, lazy. giving free information out that we have no interest of getting rich anytime soon. What kind of uh, book would you write? Uh, well, seriousness? Yeah. Well, we're going to write a book about the, our whole story and everything. That's what we plan to do, right? Yeah, at some point. But um, if I was going to write a personal yeah, one, yeah, any ideas that you guys have? Yeah, I actually have talked about it before. I want to share my my journey through the cannabis industry. Mm. I think that um, it. I've got some pretty crazy shit that I've been through. The only reason why I haven't because I'm kind of afraid. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to. To share too much because um, I think it would be I think it could sell I definitely think it could sell because uh, it was pretty it was pretty wild and I have a lot of things that happened and I was part of the the front end of that you know when you I mean San Jose has like what fucking 150 200 of them suckers now and you know I was the I was number three and number four so there was only two before us uh, the the laws where they're at now, we were nowhere near that. So when I was getting involved in it, it was like we literally were like the pioneers of it. So, you know, I was down at city hall meetings and, and battling with the city and with the government officials and, you know, lying to the city on what we were doing and our landlord and, 
you know, like every week wondering if we're going to get shut down and get raided, like all kinds of stuff like that. And then in the, the business is still going from this kind of gangster side to like this medical professional side. And, you know, I was a part of both ends of that and the merging of the two. So, yeah, I, I, I've thought about uh, writing that, but, you know, I have a hard time spelling my name, so I don't think that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, someone else my, write it for you. Yeah, that's what I have to <laughs> Well, that's why I, we have to get rich first and then I could pay for a ghostwriter and then maybe I'll do yeah. that. Well, I feel like this question is, you know, he was asking it because wants to know if like maybe we're collaborating together into a book, right? Like a fitness book, yeah, like fitness related wise. Well, that's is what it, I. Is that I have, how you isn't that how you read it? Yeah, well, that's I have, what I think. That's what Doug wants, right? Yeah, but I have an idea for a book that we could write that I think would be fucking excellent. Oh wow! Man. I think we could write a fitness tell all book. I think we could talk about mm-hmm. the ins and outs of the fitness industry from working in the industry because of all the stories we've told on this show. There's about ten, you know, times as many stories that we couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, what it's really like. What the uh, wizard really looks like wh- behind the curtain. The, the you know, <laughs> per, like what it really, you know, what what it really looks like to sell memberships and produce revenue. What it what the companies really do. What the meetings are really like. Uh, the underbelly of the corporate fitness world. We got stories, and uh, unfortunately, I, you know, I think we probably hurt a lot of the people that we are still friends with because they still work in that industry. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of shit we could tell, man. That it'd be a tell-all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of the stuff that uh, we saw and did, and well, one of the biggest. I think that would be a great book. I'll tell you one of the biggest mistakes. I, I ever- think it's how we're gonna make everybody else money doing what we're doing. What do you mean? In fitness. How? Like we're gonna tell, we're gonna tell them, we're gonna give them. An idea. Well, that's kind of like the story of mind bump. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think like that. I think that in itself, because it, it will, it'll provide value to people that are entrepreneurs. That's that what I think finished. he's getting at from from my perspective. Oh, well, right. and we've we, I mean, the evolution of this, and we've mentioned this several times, I think, on the podcast. Of you know, we're we're still far from done, and where the direction where all this is going, we first have to finish all the programs and the maps and right. get that all out and get to ourselves with our app and da, da 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 and everything that needs to happen then we can start to and then we and we had to show everybody first too like you can't just come out and teach people to make a million dollars till you do it so yeah it's interesting because the book is like it still kind of a holds this weird standard like once you write a book even though we've been doing all this stuff like but once you have the book like you can get on the tour which the tour brings you on the daily talk shows with all these weirdos <laughs> that's a good point you know and then it's like now you're on national television well view, and I think and Doug knows that that's why he's been bugging yeah, because it. it's, it's like a, sta- Amazon, it's a formula. Getting on Amazon, you know? and even though we have all the information like over and over, and we've we, written most of it already out, we just haven't put it together in we, a book form. Well, you know, it's funny. There's a whole strategy that uh, that people have when they write a book, and then they the way that they categorize it on Amazon it limits their competition, and then they can call themselves an Amazon top five bestseller. Mm-hmm. And then they put that on their business card or introduce themselves that way. And a couple of strategies they use. One is they give the book away for free. So they don't even sell the book. The whole purpose is to get as many books out there as possible so that they can rank high in this subcategory that they picked of, you know, like fitness business advice, you know, where you're only competing with three of the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can say, you know, hi, my name is Sal Stefano, and I'm an Amazon bestseller. Yeah. Um, and it's part of a strategy to build, um, what's the word? Authority. Yeah. People want this You're, like compartmentalized system, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. this is the whatever diet. Zone. But if we did, whatever we did, if we did write a book, I would want it to have real value. I'd want it to be really oh, for sure. something you're going to, you know, people are going to learn from. Naked pictures, all that stuff would yeah, be in there. Tell for sure. all 
you know, Sal's weird, you know, bedroom stories. It'd be a coloring book. (laughs) (laughs) Coloring book. Yeah. Yikes. Dan Willie, do you ever have clients tag? Tag along. Tag along or work in with you during your own time. Do you think that's a bad idea? So so he's asking about like having clients work out with you? Yeah. Um, I have had many clients ask me to work out with me, and here's how I've handled that situation. If I'm friends with them uh, and we're cool, I will work out with them, but I don't charge them. Uh, I've seen trainers do this to where they work out with their client and their client's actually paying for that workout as a session. For me personally, it feels, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel, um, I don't know, it doesn't feel professional. I almost feel like you're taking advantage of that hour because you get to get your workout in and your client's paying you to do it. Oh, 100%. You know, so is it a bad idea? No, it's cool. Work out with your clients. It's a lot of fun. I've done it many times, but don't charge them for that workout. It doesn't feel, it just doesn't seem right to me to be able to do that, you know? So I don't at all. I can count on, although I shouldn't say at all, I can count on one hand in 15 years where I've worked out with a client. Yeah. And 100%, there's no way I would even think about charging. That I, would, tra- that would, that's what trainers would that do. That would be, I, I would light a trainer. You would get fired if you worked for me and you did that. That's like unacceptable. So, and trainers were notorious for doing this, for working out with clients. If I caught you charging a client and working out with them, I don't give a fuck if they said it was their best workout of their life. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Like that's your job is to train them, not to work out. You're, you're, it's selfish. It's uh, whether they, like I said, whether they asked for it or not um, and say, oh, it's super motivating to work out with you. I get it. I get it. I get all the excuses and reasons. That's not your job. Um, I, I don't do it for that exact reason, too. I've, I've um, man, for years, Katrina is probably the first, first girlfriend of mine that I, you know, she, her and I train two days out of the week pretty consistently and have have consistently for several years now i wouldn't even work out with girlfriends like that's just Mm -hmm. that's to me that that's so business for me that i try and separate that i try and treat this like a doctor patient type relationship and i don't like to cross those boundaries and if i ever tried to train a girlfriend in the past and they would you know, giggly and this and that. Like, I couldn't do it. It's like, I yeah. take this job so serious that I want to. You got to have a bit of a wall there. I mean, like, even, I mean, I could go even further with this where I've worked with people that have been attached to me that were working underneath me that were spending an excess amount of time with these clients. And I saw that red flags everywhere for me where that was going to go and what they were actually trying to do. They were the type of personality that were leeching. They were taking you know, from, uh, you know, these clients that I handed down uh, just just to get in and, and to get more friendly. And it was just like, it was weird. It was creepy. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, let's keep it professional. Let's keep it in the gym. Like, you're paying me here. This is what's happening. Let's all keep it uh, as a business. Well, and- here's the other thing, too. If you Even if you do start working out with a client, let's say you train someone twice a week, okay? So they're your client. You train them. They pay you twice a week. But you decide, hey, an extra day a week, let's just work out together. I'm not going to charge you. Me and you are going to work out and we're going to work out as friends. Here's You've put yourself in a pretty 
uh, tough situation now. What if you decide you don't want to work out with them after a couple months because you you value your workouts yep. and you don't want to work out with your client anymore. You still want to train them. Now you got to got to break up with them. Now you got to tell them like, There's a listen, t- I don't want to work out with you anymore, but I'm still going to train you. Yeah, that client is likely going to fire you. They don't want to train with you anymore because you've hurt their feelings. You've you've made this kind of commitment. You become workout partners. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one of those lines you don't want to cross. Exact, there's a there's and there's a ton of other scenarios just like the one you just gave that can happen and could happen and probably will happen. That and that's the reason why it's like I know I didn't give a bunch of reasons why I don't. Yeah. But there are, and those—that's a great one right there. You're, and it's just like this: like you, you start giving them that. You want to hold to me, like training with training with me. I, I want it to be. I want you to value it. Like it is so special. Like it's you to get one hour of undivided attention from me is. That's why you pay top dollar. You mm-hmm. pay top dollar because you get this excellent service. If I blend it and make it be like. Oh, two days a week, I make you pay $150 an hour to see me. And then on Friday, we work out together. It devalues that $150 an hour session that you spend with me. And I don't want that to be murky at all. Like there's, it's just cut and dry. Like when I, if I'm giving advice, I'm training you and working you out, you're paying me and you're paying me what I'm worth. And we're not, we're not merging the two. Yeah, I think, you guys, I think the only time I've actually even done that is when one of my clients came back that, um, you know, from school and I wasn't going to train him anymore, but like, it, you know, I knew his ability and, and he could hang in one of my workouts. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's do this. You know, let's hang out and work out, but it's just a hangout. It's not, it's not like I'm working them out. I'm getting a payment for that. Like at that point, it's just, he's a friend and we're working out. Yeah. Well, you, you better be ready to accept if you're someone who's not going to take this advice and you're still going to go ahead and do it, then just be ready for that. Is that, the likelihood that person's going to keep paying you. It's just like what happens when you sleep with a client. Yep. You think that client still keeps, that chick keeps paying you. Yeah. She paid you for three months because she wanted to fuck you. Then you fuck her. And then now she's not going to train. Now she's not going <laughs> to pay you anymore. Why would I pay yeah. you? I'm sleeping with you and you're working me out. Like, why don't you just keep yeah. working me out? Like, that's what will happen. the workouts just turn into sex. And the same thing yeah. happens with someone that is non-sexual. I mean, that person who was paying you and was used to having to spend that kind of money to get your, your attention and your time when it comes to fitness now is getting a big chunk of that because they get to work out with you. And that's going to devalue your training and the likelihood of that person still continuing to train with you and pay you has just just diminished. There's a certain level of professionalism that uh, you need to maintain as a trainer. If you want to be a personal trainer for your career, if this is what you're going to always do and you want to grow your business, the biggest struggle I see uh, for personal trainers is maintaining that level of professionalism because... You train these people for years. You become close to them. You know their family. You become friends with them. But always maintain that certain level of professionalism where you're the trainer, they're your client, and you kind of got to keep that barrier. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in some situations where you're going to find there's going to be difficult, you know, difficult situations where you're going to have to make decisions. You're going to have to tell them, "Hey, listen, I can't do this with you anymore." Or, "Hey, yeah. you know." Uh, you know, it's time to renew and they're going to tell you, oh, you know, I, I don't have the money, but you know what? I'll pay you next month. Or and then you're going to feel weird asking them to pay or if they all of a sudden no show on you five times in a row, but they're your friend and yeah, it's it's hard for you to tell them to pay for those sessions that they didn't show up for. Yep. And it just, it, it fucks everything up. Yeah. And I've seen too many trainers who are very, very good at what they do screw up their business because they cross that line over with their clients to where... It's just they're all friends. It's not worth it if you're thinking long term. It's hard to build your business that way. So, 
Hey, listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you'll win a free T-shirt. Also, check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, Justin at Mind Pump Justin, and Doug at Mind Pump Doug. And don't forget to go to mindpumpmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.